What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show on this Monday, September 25th. And you know what today is for the third consecutive week. It is a victory Monday. Oh my gosh. What we all saw yesterday at Hard Rock Stadium, whether you saw it in person on television, wherever you were watching it, oh my gosh. That's what the OMG is for. Exactly what we saw yesterday afternoon. So I say today, welcome to the Andy Slater Show. But I also need to say, welcome to Title Town, because that's what South Florida is, isn't it? Come on, you're going to tell me this isn't Title Town? It's Title Town. We got to the title games. The Dolphins, everybody's feeling like they're going to be there. You might say, slow down. I don't want to slow down. Why do we have to slow down? The Dolphins just put up 70 points. They didn't slow down. Maybe a little bit there at the end where they could have broke the record, but there was no slowing down the Dolphins yesterday. Why do I need to slow down? Why do any of you need to slow down? Some people say, and you hear this often, oh, don't talk about the team winning the title yet. Come on, it's so early. Come on, like why not? Everybody right now in South Florida is excited. Dolphins fans should be so excited. 70 points, 7-0, 70. It's an NFL game, not college football, not high school football. The NFL, 70 points. Eight touchdowns between their two running backs. Tua did not throw an incomplete pass until the second half. What I saw on television yesterday, because I was not there at Hard Rock Stadium, I know some of you were, but what I saw on TV was bonkers. That was me just hitting the table with my hands in the air, just bonkers. It's um, unbelievable. The Dolphins will take up the majority of this hour, rightfully so. I got no problem doing it. They won't be the only thing I discuss because I'm very well-rounded here on the program. The Marlins are still in the wild card race, very much alive, and I'm hoping they get in. That's why I said South Florida's title town. Heat go to the title game. Panthers go to the title game. Series, you know what I mean. Marlins, it's like they're barely going to get in. At least I hope they get in. They'll go to the World Series. The Dolphins, at this point, if the Dolphins barely got in, that would be a problem. They've played three games. There's 14 to go. You hear the way I'm talking? Because that's the way I should be talking. That's the way all of you should be talking. That is the real way to talk about this Dolphins team. I'm not going to slow down. I'm not going to say, wait a minute here. Let's see what happens. Like, yes, I do want to see what happens moving forward. I'm interested to see what happens this coming Sunday at Buffalo but that doesn't slow me down. I am not slowing down. I just won't do it. If the station called me later today and said, Andy, we had people tuned in. They were calling. 
and they were saying you, you were you were too excited. You were coming through their speakers too loud. Uh, you busted their iPhone because they were listening on the speaker on their iPhone. They didn't have Bluetooth headphones or AirPods or whatever. And uh, now they they want new. Uh, phones, they want new speakers because you're just so excited. You know what? I don't care if I get that call because I will not slow down. I just won't, and none of you should, especially if you're in the left lane of I-95. You better not slow down. You better go really fast. Every show in the country, I'm sure, is talking about the Dolphins. I don't listen to every show in the country. Actually, I don't listen to any show in the country. I don't know if it's considered that I'm listening to my own show because it's coming through my headset, but that's it. I just know you guys are here right now. You're tuned in to me right now, and I hope you're enjoying this. If you're a Dolphins fan, I know you're enjoying this. Three weeks in, the Miami Dolphins look like the best team in the National Football League. Slater, you forget about the Chiefs. I didn't forget about the Chiefs. Chiefs are great. The Dolphins just put up 70 points. So I will not sit here this hour and dissect any other NFL game because this is not a fake national show. I will not dissect Taylor Swift watching Travis Kelsey at the Chiefs game and then going out afterwards for dinner where they ate privately at a restaurant. They just rented the whole restaurant. I'm not dissecting that. I'm not getting into that. I don't care about that. What I do care is about all of you, and I know all of you care about the Miami Dolphins. Just a remarkable effort. So that's one topic for the hour, a big topic for the hour. I don't know what else you guys have done today throughout the morning and early afternoon. I don't know what plans you've got tonight. Maybe some of you are... Uh, going to services or you already went to services, you're on your way back from services right now. For those of you who celebrate Yom Kippur, I hope you had a nice, uh, easy fast and it's been going well. For me, things have been going well. I'm doing this show yet again this afternoon from lovely Medellin, Colombia! So when you watch a team put up 70 points, and then the game is over, and you look around you, and there's all these amazing views. Girls, 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 girls. That is what you call a true football Sunday. Just keeping yourself entertained for seven to eight hours, and even more during the night game on a Sunday. So that's what I've been doing around here. I will be here uh, the rest of the week doing the show from Medellin. And then I hope, I really hope, I will be getting on a plane next weekend, going to Miami, and then going to Milwaukee. Anybody ever said that? I hope I'm getting on a plane going to Milwaukee. I don't know if it's ever been said like that, but when you put it in the context of that's where the Marlins would play their wild card round, then it's a good thing. Just going to Milwaukee for something else, if it's not... Sports-related, I don't know. And I truly say I don't know because I've never been to Milwaukee. Now, there's still an outside shot. If the Marlins get in, they would go to Philadelphia. But first, I hope the Marlins get in. 
I think it got a really, really good chance. Really good chance. So I'll get into that a little bit later on this hour. We also saw Saturday the University of Miami, their first road game, talked about that a couple of days before the game and the day before the game. Didn't get into it a whole lot. I knew the weather would be bad. I was just hoping the Canes would take care of business, and they did. They crushed Temple. The running game held up even though the weather wasn't good. Tyler Van Dyke looks great. So things are going very well with the University of Miami football team. Things are going amazingly well with the Miami Dolphins. Things are going pretty good for the most part with the Marlins. They're still fighting with just one week to go in the Major League Baseball regular season. Six games left and the fish are still swimming upstream. What more can you ask for? Inter-Miami, they're doing their thing. I don't know where that's going to uh, wind up getting them in the MLS regular season. We'll find out soon enough. But overall, sports-wise, South Florida, my gosh. And the Heat haven't even gotten Damian Lillard yet. Wait until that deal gets done. It's just craziness. Absolute craziness. And this coming weekend, I know it's only Monday, but pay attention to my X feed, X formerly Twitter. A lot of you follow me, at Andy Slater. If you don't, you can, or you could just go to my feed every now and then, whatever you want to do. This weekend, and I will have more info on this in the next few days, this weekend could very well be the launch of the Hard Rock Sportsbook. I will confirm everything, give out more info when I have it. But if you pay attention to my feed at Andy Slater on X, formerly Twitter, I will post the information there when I know it. And I discovered some more stuff yesterday uh, that I put out there on my X feed. And I've been reporting for weeks now None of the uh, experts, so-called experts out there have even mentioned this because they don't even know about it, but it's not going to be just a sports book online. It's also going to be a casino online, which I believe will be bigger than the sports book. You'll be able to play blackjack on your phone for money. You'll be able to play slot machines on your phone for real money. Just, what do they say? Play responsibly. That's it. Play responsibly. And I'm not saying that as an advertisement. I'm just giving you guys the heads up. Wait until these so-called experts, though, finally get a hold of the information that I've been putting out there about the full online casino. Because apparently they have no clue. They're just focused on the sports betting. And I know a lot of you are focused on the sports betting. And I know a lot of you hope it's up by this coming weekend, at least before Sunday at 1 p.m., because you want the Dolphins plus two and a half against the Buffalo Bills. I think that line is right. The Dolphins are an underdog. We're going to find out a lot this Sunday. Not to say I don't believe in the Miami Dolphins, but I don't think at this point you can – 
make the Dolphins a favorite in Buffalo. I, I just don't think you can do that. The favorite does not always win. We see that all of the time. We saw it yesterday. Even big favorites, double-digit favorites don't win. And that's when the sports books get you. The uh, teasers. For those of you out there that wager a lot, you know what a teaser is. Oh, yeah, the teaser. Like, I, I got to take Dallas in a teaser from 12 and a half to two and a half. Come on. Oh, yeah, this is a sure thing. Kidding me? I'm getting the Cowboys at minus two and a half. And then they they lose by 12. Those teasers, be careful for those teasers. So anyhow, the Dolphins plus two and a half in Buffalo. I think that line is is right there. I think that's a very fair line. And I can't wait to see who wins that game. I know who I want to win. But let's see. Let's just still be excited about what happened yesterday and let that excitement continue for at least the next few days. All right, so I do have a lot to get to this hour. There's going to be a lot of Dolphins talk, rightfully so, but I can't get to any of it until the hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. The Miami Dolphins are the scariest team in the NFL. I know there's other teams that are 3-0. It's very early in the season. But yesterday's ridiculous output 100% makes the Miami Dolphins the most feared team in the league. Nobody wants to have a 70-burger put on them. Nobody. And the Miami Dolphins showed yesterday they can do it. They got everything going right now. Sure, things can change. But what am I going to do? Sit here and talk for an hour or so about how things can change down the line? Who wants to hear that? Right now they haven't changed. Let's talk about what's happening at this moment. They just put up 70 points. And in a game where they put up 70 points, their second best wide receiver, Jalen Waddell, didn't play because he's in the concussion protocol. And it's not like the Miami Dolphins were trying to run up the score. It's not like they said, oh, we're just going to do everything we can to put up 70 points. They were just playing the game. They weren't doing all sorts of crazy things in the second half. Tua flipped a little screen to Mostert. Mostert took it 19 yards for the score. Mike McDaniel wanted to give Mike White a chance to throw one. Robbie Chosen catches it, takes it all the way to the house. Devon A-Chain, third string running back. They give him a little handoff. He's gone. These aren't trick plays. They're just plays. Nobody, and I mean nobody, can stop the Miami Dolphins offense right now. It just can't be done. I watched all three games. I'm sure a lot of you have watched all three games. Their offense cannot be stopped. If you want to give out a game ball for yesterday, you can't give out just one. You you got to go into that room with a few of them. And that's the type of Monday you want. 
The day after, you want to be giving out a bunch of game balls. There is so much stuff that happened yesterday that meant so much to this Dolphins offense, not only to get the W on Sunday, but moving forward. And let me start up front because the offensive line was outstanding. Tua said after the game, people keep talking about what the line isn't and what they need. So you know what yesterday's game was? It was a big middle finger to the haters. Obviously, she's not hating on the Chiefs. It's quite the opposite. But I'm not here to talk about Taylor Swift and and Travis Kelsey. I'm I'm just, I'm not. I'm here to talk about the Dolphins putting up a 70-burger and looking like they're going to go to, shall I say it? I got to say it. I know it's only three weeks, but I got to say it. If you're telling me right now, Andy, don't say it. Don't don't say it. I I gotta say it. Well, I won't say it. I'll I'll just let the computer say it. When you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl because we're the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins number one. Okay, so don't blame me. It, it wasn't me. I didn't say it. The computer said it. And Tua. He's not like giving you a computer speech anymore. This dude's become a good soundbite. He is such a different person. He's such a different leader this season. And that's all Mike McDaniel. I think he's helping him hone his craft and become the person that he's meant to be. That's what great coaching is all about. And then you got to go out and do it. And that's exactly what Tua is doing. But back to that line there. That offensive line... Teron Armstead, he was back, and that comes after weeks analyzing what color practice jersey he's wearing. Barry Jackson of the Herald, he does a great job. Every time I bring up Barry's name, I say that because he's all over the place and he does a great job. He's probably asked Mike McDaniel 500 different questions about Teron Armstead's health. But there he was. That was great to see. And that offensive line is different when he's in there in a good way. The O-line was very surprising the first two weeks, but yesterday, it's like they're, they've got this attacking style. The Dolphins have huge dudes running, just looking to maul you. They're going forward looking to really get you. It's fun to watch. And Teron Armstead, that guy is something else. If he could stay healthy out there, poof, that offensive line, surprisingly, They look legit, and Tua, I'm not going to say it's a surprise because last season Tua proved he can play. Last season Tua proved he could be the MVP of the league, but then he got hurt. There's no more conversation for me of, oh, can he play? Can he throw the long ball? No. Tua can do everything an NFL quarterback needs to do. So far, he's healthy, and that is the – Biggest thing the Miami Dolphins need. Because without Tua, none of this is happening. So now you've got a quarterback healthy through three weeks, showing why he is in the MVP conversation. And not only the convo, he is the favorite right now to win the NFL MVP. True story. 
So now you see this Dolphins team put up 70 points. You know they're 3-0. and You know their next game is Sunday in Buffalo against the Bills. You know who the Bills quarterback is, Josh Allen. And as a Dolphins fan, I ask you this question. Right now, would you rather have Josh Allen or Tua Tungavailoa? I'd rather have Tua. Tua's smarter with the football. He is getting the job done. Absolutely give me Tua over Josh Allen. His understanding of this offense is so good. The cool pass of the day yesterday was the no look to Devon A-Chain. The first one, the second little touchdown flip he had, he was, it was kind of like a no look. But the first one, you got Tua throwing a right-handed no look. And he's doing it like it's nothing. Mike McDaniel is really, really smart. He's funny. He's smart. I think Mike McDaniel is everything that we thought he would be. Not when they just hired him. Like, hey, Mike McDaniel's going to be the new head coach. After you heard him and after you saw him and you gathered your thoughts, I think Mike McDaniel is everything that we thought he could be. And Tua? Tua is everything that Mike McDaniel thought he could be. The dude didn't even let a ball hit the ground in the first half. You talk about accuracy. Do you know how hard that is against an NFL defense to not throw an incompletion in the first half? He was on time. He was on target. He found Tyreek in space. He led his receivers where they needed to go. He's reading defenses quickly and perfectly. He's faking out defenders. Come on. The motion in the offense is so clever. You're just watching the game, and sometimes you don't even know where to look. One guy will be running towards the bottom of the screen, so then I follow that guy. And then the next thing you know, the ball is going to the top of the screen. All of that's got a purpose. The motion, the eye movement by Tua, the routes of the receivers, everything is just so smart. Mike McDaniel is flexing on everyone the knowledge that he's got. Every single down. I think about something with the Miami Dolphins now that's been said for decades and decades and decades and never made sense. Throughout my life, it never made sense. But now, it does. And I'll tell you exactly what I'm talking about in just a moment. What also makes sense is why Dean's Gold is the ultimate gentleman's club because you'll be surrounded by gorgeous. And these beautiful ladies come from all over the world. That is why Dean's Gold is the ultimate gentleman's club. There is no other place in South Florida like Dean's Gold. And if you haven't been to Dean's Gold yet, what are you waiting for? You want to watch the football games tonight, and there's two of them? You will never be bored. You will be entertained during every commercial break, every timeout. You will have your own halftime show at Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club. You can go there any day you want because they're open every single day from 8 p.m. all the way until 6 in the morning. Surround yourself with 
beautiful women who come from all over the world. That's what you could do at Dean's Gold. They're located on the northeast corner of Northeast 163rd Street and Biscayne Boulevard. That's in North Miami Beach. Have yourself a great Monday night or even early Tuesday morning. Surround yourself with beautiful ladies from all over the world. The building you could do that? The Ultimate Gentleman's Club, Dean's Gold. Live racing going on at Gulfstream Park every week right now. It is the Sunshine Meet. And if you're going to go to Gulfstream Park to wager on the races, to enjoy a nice day at the races, I highly suggest you go to their trackside restaurant, Ten Palms. That's where I enjoy myself when I go to Gulfstream Park. Get yourself a fantastic table. You've got a great view of the track. Watch the races live, and you will have yourself a tremendous meal at that table as well. The food at Gulfstream Park, really good. And the wagering, too. You could bet as little as 10 or 20 cents and possibly make thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. You could also wager from home if you can't get to Gulfstream Park. And even if you're not at home, you could wager from wherever you are in the state of Florida. Just make sure you have the First Bet app on your phone. The First Bet app is the official wagering app of Gulfstream Park. So I've been talking about the Dolphins on the airwaves for 15 plus years. That's how long I've had my show. I've been talking about the Miami Dolphins with friends and family for many, many, many more years than that. We all know what famous songs there are about the Miami Dolphins. They're made for the Miami Dolphins. A lot of us have never realized why these songs for the Dolphins exist. Now, if you've been around for a while, you do remember the days of Dan Marino, but not everybody in this audience does. Yes, we're getting older, but not everyone remembers watching Dan Marino play. When Dan played, the songs, they made sense. But once Dan Marino left, they never made sense again. There's a generation out there right now that hears songs like, why does the song say this? Why does the song say that? Well, after all of these years, I think the brand new generation of fans, and I say brand new, but certainly not brand new. It's 20 years old, 25 years old. Now, I think you're starting to understand that it makes sense, what it really means. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. The Miami Dolphins, they are in the air. They're on the ground. And they're always in control. No matter what version of that song you want to play, right now it is 100% true. Even if we went with the one that a lot of people didn't like, it was like the, the remix, the remake. Right now, the Miami Dolphins are the greatest football team. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. Yeah, there's other 3-0 teams out there, but look at this Dolphins offense. Look at the ground attack. The Chargers game, the first game of the season, Tua went for 466. 
When your QB goes for 466, you don't need to do much on the ground. But against the New England Patriots, the Miami Dolphins, they needed to do that, and they did. Yesterday against Denver, the running game was exceptional. I mentioned in the last segment the blocking and what a huge part it was for that running game. But the other half of the equation is you've got to have really good running backs. Raheem Mostert, that is one bad dude. He is so explosive. He's big. He's smart. He's got great vision. And his burst, when he hits that hole, it's next level. And then the Dolphins break out Devon Achan. That's how he says he wants it pronounced. Devon Achan. That's brand new info, but we'll go with it. Savon Ahmed was out, so A-Chan gets his real first opportunity. He goes for four touchdowns, four freaking touchdowns. On the ground and receiving, he scores four touchdowns. Imagine having a backfield where both guys walk away with four touchdowns on the afternoon. Each of them gets four. It's just so nuts what we've witnessed. You look at the running game, and then you think about, okay, the Dolphins said no to Dalvin Cook. The Dolphins said no if there was even like a legitimate offer to Jonathan Taylor. As a Dolphins fan, do you need Dalvin Cook? Do you need Jonathan Taylor? Seriously, do you need Jonathan Taylor? Look at what's gone on with this Dolphins running game. I constantly said it. A lot of people constantly said it. Mike McDaniel said it. He was a big fan of his running backs room. And now I see why. That entire facility, that locker room, all of those players, they're having so much fun. You saw it yesterday when they went up 35-7, the conga line they did. How great was that? How iconic was that? Remember, there was a point a few years ago, the Dolphins were putzing around. Brian Flores was their head coach, and he had no belief in Tua. Imagine that. Look at Tua, and then you had a coach who had no confidence in him. And then Mike McDaniel, he's on that private jet coming to Miami Gardens or flying in Opelika, wherever he flew in. And they show the video on the phone, too. I got all the confidence in you. You're our guy. And people are thinking, my gosh, like, how much is he getting paid to say that? But it was true. He was very confident in Tua. Tua had a coach previously that had zero confidence in him. We're going to take you out. We're putting in Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic. He had no confidence in Tua Tungavailoa, no belief in him. If I would have told you during that time period a few years ago that that quarterback would be the MVP favorite in the National Football League, that he would be the talk of all of the national conversations, and that he would be leading a conga line in the end zone during a game, would you have believed it? Come on, shake your body, baby, do that funk. I know you can't control yourself any longer. Feel the rhythm of the music getting stronger. Don't you fight it till you try to do that funk. Let's beat. 
Yeah, I wouldn't have believed it either. But that's where we are. And it's glorious, isn't it? And it's so much better that Mike McDaniel supports not only Tua, but he just supports everything going on with the celebrating. He supports all of it. He said he doesn't watch the celebrations until they review the film, but he does break them down with the team. And he added, hey, if guys want to take 15 minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes, whatever it is, after practice to work on something fun, he's all for it. The Dolphins' culture went from Dave Wanstatt saying it's a sin not to punt to 10 touchdowns in a game. Look, for context here, Dan Marino, he's the man. Everyone talks about his 84 season. But never did Dan Marino and his team do what Tua did on Sunday. The 1972 Dolphins did not lose a game. They also did not put up 70 points in an individual game. Now, should they have gone for the 73? First of all, are we sure Jason Sanders was definitely going to make that kick? I mean, probably, but Mike McDaniel said after the game he didn't want to do it because they're not chasing regular season records. They're more focused on doing things that'll get them to the Super Bowl. The 70 points did not happen because the Dolphins went out of their way to make it happen. They all happened within the flow of the game. And when you've got a score that's that out of hand, a team will always take a knee in that situation. So why would the Dolphins change that? It was the right move. It's not the popular move. It's the right move. And look, if it were me, I don't know that I necessarily would have taken the knee. I wouldn't have kicked a field goal because to me, that's like being up by 20 in a baseball game and you're stealing second base. Don't kick a field goal. Just try to run a regular play. I mean, like you were doing all second half, just run regular plays and see if you get into the end zone. That's what I would have done because if you – If you bring out Sanders to kick a field goal, you're doing that specifically to get the record. If you just run a play like you were doing the whole second half, then you're just running a play. The fact that they put up 70 points is is unreal. If they would have broke the record, that would have even been more unreal. And let's take a moment and recognize what that game meant yesterday for Mike McDaniel. He's from the Denver area. He grew up a diehard Broncos fan. He was a ball boy for them. Then his lifelong dream of becoming an NFL head coach happens. He faces his former team and he waxes them. The first time he goes up against them, he just annihilates them. He could downplay it and make it about the team, but come on, how cool is that? as a human story, that deserves recognition. I think for the last 30 or 35 minutes, the conversation's been all about the Dolphins' offense because they put up 70 points. So lost in all of that offense and all the TDs was how timely the Dolphins' D was yesterday. Very timely. Three forced turnovers, a strip, and then a recovery by Andrew Van Ginkle. Then he returned the ball to the doorstep, a great strip by Javon Holland. And then Emmanuel Ogba with a pick of a batted pass. Sean Payton, he must hate Russell Wilson. Down 50 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, down 50. 
he's still got Russell Wilson out there. It's like, hey, you know what? You're going to learn from this. I don't think that was to get Russell Wilson in any uh, like reps. Like, oh, he needs more reps. No, it's like you need to. You see that guy on the other side, Tua? Let's go. Well, I think he's going to be waiting a long time. Actually, he'll probably never see Russell Wilson perform like Tua Tungabailoa. Russ was great, but not so much anymore. What has been great and is still great, the poker action at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. My tournament, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, happens every single month in the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. The next one will be coming up Tuesday night, October 17th. You've got time. Put a reminder in your phone for that one. But you don't have to wait until then to play cards. There's action going on all of the time at the Hard Rock, specifically in the poker room, whether it's a live cash game, Texas Hold'em, Omaha, whatever it is you want to play, they've got it there at the Hard Rock. And if you want to get into a tournament, you could do that too. Visit SeminoleHardRockPokerOpen.com. That's SeminoleHardRockPokerOpen.com for the entire list of events and then I hope to see you soon at a poker table inside the poker room at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Before I get into anything further, I did mention something in the last segment, and it's been making the waves on social media, about Devon Achan. That is the way he wants his name pronounced. Maybe he just hadn't heard his name so much, like nationally, where... It was that big of a deal to him, but now because of what he did yesterday, he probably heard his name everywhere. I'm told he informed the Miami Dolphins this morning about the new or the correct uh, pronunciation. And if you didn't uh, go to my X feed at Andy Slater and hear it, I'll play it real quickly. This is from Devon himself. Devon Ata. Devon Ata. I see where it can get confusing and sound like A-Chain, but... When you know he, that he says he wants it to be said A-Chan, then you hear A-Chan. And I think the second time around, you hear it even more. Devon A-Chan. Devon A-Chan. So it's Devon A-Chan. Now that we handle that business, I'm glad the Canes handled theirs on Saturday. Football weekend was all about the Dolphins putting up 70, but the Hurricanes did go to Philly. They did what they had to do. It was a nice, clean, business-like win. There were a few great plays, nothing crazy. Temple never had a chance. Uh, but what jumps out to me watching the Canes play this season, the lines, both of them, not the Vegas lines. I'm talking about the offensive line and the defensive line. I discussed the O-line for the Dolphins. The O-line for the Canes, they have been so much more physical than they were. They're imposing their will. The run game has been great. Everything's being done with authority and purpose. Mario Cristobal, who just had his birthday yesterday, 53, he brought back the attitude of the line. If you need any reason to understand how important it is to establish your identity up front and just to maul the other side – Go watch Colorado and Oregon, or maybe you already did. The Ducks destroyed Dion's team. Colorado had no force up front, not on either side. But they're building a program, and Mario 
Last year, look at the Lions. They were terrible. You got to build a program. And when you build that program, it's got to start up front. Miami is a prime example of that. Sounds like I know what I'm talking about, right? For once. I definitely know what I'm talking about when I tell you about Trajan Wealth. You want to retire early. You want to start thinking about it and planning it. Maybe you already are, but it's not going so well. Contact Trajan Wealth. It's going to cost you nothing to set up a meeting with Trajan Wealth. So why wouldn't you contact them? Start thinking about or planning that retirement. It is never too early to do it. Go on trips. Enjoy yourself. You could do it earlier than you think. Trajan Wealth is located locally in Palm Beach. Visit their site, TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. Or if you want to pick up the phone, you can do that too. They'll answer. Their number is 561-390-1000. Let Trajan Wealth help you. They will design a plan based around your goals. So don't wait any longer. Visit TrajanWealth.com. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. The Dolphins are playing great. The Hurricanes, they look fantastic. And the Marlins, they are staying alive. What more could you ask for from the Marlins here on September 25th? Their postseason hopes are very much alive. I would have never thought this would be the case. But they just won two out of three against Milwaukee. The Cubs and Diamondbacks, that's who the Marlins are up against. But the Cubs, they got three in Atlanta coming up. And Atlanta, they want that number one overall seed. They want the best record, not only in the NL, but all of Major League Baseball. They want that home field advantage throughout. So Atlanta's still going to be playing. The Marlins are just hoping that one of them slips up a bit. And if they do, they're going to be in the postseason. The Marlins will get a wild card spot. Six games left. The Marlins, I believe, have got to win four of them. If they win four out of their next six, I think they're going to get in. Five, absolutely. Four, I think so. Three, I don't think that's going to cut it. They got to win at least four. Three against the Mets starting tomorrow at City Field. And then the regular season ends with three in Pittsburgh. All they got to do is get in. We've already seen South Florida teams do that. And what happens next? All right, that's all the time I got for this Monday afternoon. We'll do it again tomorrow. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.